Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Decision Hour. I'm your host, Adam Bird. This show is about philanthropy, entrepreneurship, positive thinking, and humanity, a show that will help you make that decision when that hour is upon you. Our guests share some of their experience, expertise, and stories during their decision hour. You get to hear what they're doing today and how it might be able to help you in the near future. My guest today is an awesome guest. I'm looking really forward to this. I'm going to bring him on here in just a few moments. But first off, I need to give a huge shout out and thank you to Heroes Media Group and all the great shows and sponsors of the network. To learn more about Heroes Media Group you can or to become part of the HMG family, go to www.heroesmediagroup.com. Now today, I have one of the directors of a new movie called uh, Mine, uh, Mr. Fabio Guillermo, Fabio, are you there? Yeah. Hi. Hi, everybody. I appreciate you taking time. Now, uh, folks, Fabio is in, in northern Italy, uh, calling us from northern Italy. So this is quite a, a honor uh, to have you on the show today. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule. Thank you. It's, it's so cool to have, you know, the chance to talk about a movie, you know, with so many people in the world and especially in the United States, you know. Absolutely. So, Fabio, let's dig right into this. Tell our listeners about this movie, Mine. Well, you know, the movie um, seems to be a military movie, seems to be a war movie. It starts with two soldiers, two Marines that are on a mission. They have to kill uh, a terrorist, but something goes wrong. They have to escape. They enter into, uh, uh, into a minefield. And one of the two guys gets blown away, dies, and the other guy, our protagonist, puts his foot on a mine, click, and he has to survive for 52 hours waiting for, uh, to, to, to be rescued. And he has to understand how to survive, how to call, you know, uh, his, his, uh, you know, his, 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 his boss basically and get saved you know this is the scenario but the more the movie progresses and the more it changes and it becomes you know uh first a war movie then a survival movie then a drama and then since you know he's under the sun for all the time he starts to see you know, hallucination and stuff like that, uh, he starts to relieve his own life and he, he is in the middle of some kind of visions, you know? So it starts as a war movie, but then becomes more like a inner war movie. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, that's why it's been a little bit controversial. I mean, it, it has mixed up reactions, you know? Yeah. So Fabio, tell us, you know, how do you, you're one of the directors of this film. How did you guys get started on this particular film, what prompted this idea to create a film like this? Well, you know, we made some, some short movies in, in the past years. So then we, we came to the United States for a couple of months to meet all the studios. So we set up some projects and we developed those projects for three years. But then it was clear that it was really hard to get green lights on some big movies. So we were like, okay, we have to find a concept that it's interesting, it's attractive for financiers and distributors, and especially for a, a talent, for an actor, you know? So we were like, we have to find an idea uh, that can be made for a l very contained budget movie, um, but that at, at the same time allow us to tell a very interesting story. So, you know, 
when you think about this, you usually go in the direction of one character close into an environment. But since, you know, they, you know, they do, they did everything, like even a movie, you know, entirely set in a coffin, it's, you know, we're like, okay, we have to go to the, into the opposite direction. So let's, let's stock a character in a really open, wild space, you know? So that's when we came up with the idea of the landmine under his foot. But that was not enough because it was a cool gimmick, but not a cool story. So we're like, okay, what, what does it mean? What, what kind of story we want, we want to tell? So that's when we understood that the man, the mind could have been a metaphor for a situation. Like everybody in our life, you know, sometimes are blocked, are, you know, uh, there's always a moment when we, we are afraid to make the next step, you know, and this guy is, is literally, you know, he has to understand how to make the next step or he's, he's going to die, basically. That's really deep. That, that, that That's absolutely amazing. I have not seen this film yet, folks. I'm, I'm wanting to see it. It's called Mine. Um, Fabio, how long did it take, you know, for a script like this, how long does, does that take for for you guys to write, you know, you, you come up with the ideas and I'm sure there's, there's probably during the process, you know, you're probably rewriting some parts or whatnot. How long did it take you guys to write this script? That was one of the trickiest parts of the process because we just, we didn't want just to write a story about a man on the landmine and, and have 90 pages full of scenes. We wanted to have a meaning, a structure and everything like that. I mean, even if our character doesn't move for 70% of the movie, we wanted the movie to be the classic hero's journey, you know? Right. So we wanted everything, like the three-act structure, the mentor, the messenger, the antagonist. We wanted everything. Um, so that, that was the challenge. And it was really hard. I think not full-time, but we made we, – we, we took one year – to get to a draft we were satisfied with, um, with all the elements that combine somehow the idea, the journey, the rhythm. And then we talked with our, with our producer, Peter Safran, who, who also produced um, Barriad or The Conjuring. And he was like, okay, this is interesting. It's cool, but it's not yet up to the level I can share this with Hollywood agencies in order to find an actor. So together with him and with his notes, we then wrote, I think, I think in, in total, we wrote seven drafts before sharing the script with the outside world, let's say. Uh, but that was really tricky because it, it was, um, it was, and it is a really unique movie. You can like it or not, but it, it's all about one guy standing there and we had to find ways to make it interesting in terms of storytelling and visually. And also it was very important, maybe, maybe a little bit European to find the meaning. So we were like, okay, we're going to start as a war movie in order also to catch some, some audiences and to make this feel as a commercial movie, as a pop movie, but we want to, we want this movie to, to say something. Maybe we were not so subtle. I mean, it's in the second half, it's very, very clear the metaphor or what the movie want to say to you, but probably that's, that's 
that's why many people felt the movie so strongly because uh, thanks, you know, to social media nowadays, it's really easy to for the, the, the audience to contact the director. So we daily receive from all over the world um, messages, you know, from, from people that say, you know, I, I saw your movie. I understood that in my life I have to make the next step. Thank you. Uh, I, I cried. And that was interesting. And we also received, and that was weird for us, many, many, many messages from former military guys or military guys. You know, I mean, the, the, the reaction from military guys was, um, was controversial because there are some people from the military that um, they, they care very much about, you know, the, um, the military gears or the tactics. And the movie in this sense is not as much accurate as Lone Survivor could be, you know, it, because it's not really a military movie. It starts as a military movie and then becomes something else. So we just, we just took the basic things and, and we took the basic notions of, you know, tactics or, or, or the gears, the uniforms, and we shaped that a little bit according to the story. But there are a lot of military guys that are writing to us saying, you know, that movie, that character, it's me. It's my story. It's my background. Thank you, because it's very different from Hollywood mass production of movies. So that that's, that were, was really touching because it was unexpected for us. That's really good. And and, and I'm a, I'm a, a military veteran myself, so it, it, it's always uh, – I've been doing this long enough now that when you see a movie that's a, a military movie or it, it appears to be a military movie, everybody's always quick to, oh, the uniform's this or that or, or whatnot. And and just going over some of, the, you know, some of the stuff that, you know, the, the notes and stuff like that, the synopsis and, and about the cast and everything like that, which I believe the, uh, the main character is played by uh, Army Hammer – um, if I'm not mistaken, um, it's, it's going over the notes and everything like that. And, and just listening to you, Fabio, and, and telling us how the story changes from one to another. I like the fact that you guys are getting good reviews on it from the military community. I think it needs to stuff like that and stories like this need to be told, uh, more. And I really like the concept of it about, how to, you know, the mind, using the mind as a metaphor about people sometimes are afraid to take that next step in life. And you're on the show, this show is called The Decision Hour, and it's all about making decisions, about taking that next step, if you will, or that leap of faith, or or what have you. And, uh, and so I, I think this, is, this ties in very nice. Uh, Fabio, for the listeners out there that are listening to this right now, that want to check out the movie, where can they go? I know it, I, I see something about it's in, in certain theaters. It came out April 7th. Where can people go to find the movie right now? I don't know if it's still in, in the theater. Um, it, it, it could be, I, I think it, it's, uh, there's a, a, a list of the theater on the website of the distributor that is wellgousa.com. And then obviously it's on Amazon.com, it's on uh, Fandango, it's on uh, on on Google Play, iTunes, oh, Voodoo, so, so and I think it's uh, on demand. It, then it, 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 
Well, it did say yeah, yeah, it's on. So it 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 uh, people can find it on demand uh, right now. And and folks, let me give this uh, website out here: uh, mine-movie.com. Or if you can find it on Facebook as well, go to facebook.com forward slash mine movie as well. This, the movie's uh, made available on demand on all the platforms that Fabio just shared with us uh, right now. So I, I think this is great. And it, it, listen, if you're listening to this show, you're already online. So there's no reason for you not to open up another browser and go check it out right now. Um, Fabio, I got a, a couple more questions for you. You know, the hardest part in writing a film like this um, and, and finding the location, where, did, where exactly, or how did you guys find the location uh, to, to do a film such as this? Um, we, we didn't specify in the story where the story is set because we wanted to tell a story that was outside um, time. You know what I mean? We we didn't want to make a political movie or, or you know, you know, so we didn't want to tell what kind of war or mission that was. But um, if, if you watch uh, how people address or, or et cetera, et cetera, the movie in the fiction is set in North Africa. Um, but uh, we needed to find... Uh, an easier place to shoot, uh, some kind of closed desert. And, and the closest place that uh, seemed a desert for us was a giant beach in uh, Fuerteventura, in, in, in the Canary Island uh, in, in Spain, which also have some kind of tax rebate of 40% of everything you shoot there. So oh, wow. it, it was cool for producers too you know the thing is that we shot in, in in that place that was really close to the sea so sometimes we had to erase uh the line of the sea at the horizon and in post-production or we have we had to erase some naked tourists on dunes you know <laughs> uh yeah, yeah yeah but absolutely it, 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 it was really cr- it was creepy, you know. We we were shooting, and maybe maybe Army was in the middle of a very dramatic take, and then behind him we, we see this English tourist, really. Ah, okay. <laughs> but, but, but yeah, we just some random yeah. naked person walking around in the background. Like, don't mind me. Don't mind us. We're just trying to film a movie here. <laughs> Absolutely. I think, I think, if I'm not mistaken, that in, in the Blu-ray that is, uh, is coming out, I think, in June, probably the U.S. distributor included in the bonus material uh, VFX reel, and there is one shot when, when it, it, um, it's clear how we erase some people behind, behind Army. But in that case, they are not naked. I think they're in, in, in costume. Yeah. <laughs> That's that <laughs> indie movie making, you know? I was, I was just, so my next question, I think you pretty much answered most of it already, was what type of speed bumps, no pun intended, did you, uh, did you overcome when shooting this, shooting this movie? So you got, you know, naked people in the background. I, I'm, I'm assuming with that location, now I'm thinking of that location, and there's a lot of sand, you know, the weather, 
Uh, it's a very windy area, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Absolutely, too much. Yeah, really. Too much wind. So, yeah. I, I mean, did did the filming? Did it take longer than you anticipated because of certain speed bumps? Whether it be the people or that particular location due to weather. I mean, was weather a really big factor in the filming of this? Yeah, we we couldn't take more time than than the time we planned because we 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 haven't the money to do that. So we had to. Like in a, in a military mission, probably, I don't know, to, to study the environment and understand how to react to, to that, you know? So preparing the shooting, since we, we knew that it was going to be really windy, we tweaked a bit uh, the shooting plan or the script or, you know, so since we knew it's, it was going to be really complicated because, as, as an example, Sand plus wind means that you're going to have a lot of sand in all the instruments and you, you're going to need a lot of extra time to clean lenses, clean cameras, clean everything, you know? Right. So sometimes we, we decided to shoot some scenes in an easier way with less angles, but that and, and the movie resulted in a more interesting scenes sometimes, you know? Uh, the, the really, the only real problem was with with uh, with the recording of the audio because we didn't want to make ADR for the movie because the the performance were so intense that we didn't want to create the voices in studio. Right. So we had a lot of wind in some takes. So yeah, we clean a, a bit with with software, but then we decided to add some sound of wind in, into the scene in order to make clear that uh, this was somehow part of this, you know, an environment in, in which the character is stuck, you know? So maybe when we wrote the script, we were thinking about something, you know, with pure sun and no, you know, nothing moves, then we changed a bit. So in, in the movie, there are some little bit windy scenes, but at the end, it was resulted to be even a little bit more, more poetic, you know? Right. That's pretty amazing. I got one more question for you, Fabio. Now, the fact that this is, and we kind of talked a little bit about it, this is uh, about a U.S. soldier and whatnot. Were there... Were there were there military U.S. military consultants uh, that helped with the filming of this, or that that worked with any of the actors, like with Army or anything like that, that you know of? Yeah, yeah, we worked with. I mean, th- this is um articulated answer. You know, um, we worked with um, with the military consultant. Um, so both on the script stage and the shooting stage, we had some some advices, some suggestions, we made some changes, uh, but he was, um, he was used, uh, I mean, he, he works with the cinema and TV industry. So he knows when something is necessary or something can be, you know, adjusted for movies or, uh, TV sakes, you gotcha. know, for like cinematic needs. So he, he was not really, uh, he, I mean, he understood when it was, 
there was some moment like, yeah, but in movies, we need something like that. And right. he was like, okay, I can understand this. It, it, it's okay. So, yeah, he, he gave us suggestion about the uniform, about stuff and that, et cetera, et cetera. But talking about U.S. militaries and stuff like that, probably we, we didn't think about uh, some kind of little um, difference of background, of, 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 um, of cultural background, you know, because for us that live, live in Europe, etc., an American soldier is some kind of a symbol, you know, it's for the way we live movies, American movies here, there are something, some elements, some type of characters, some type of locations that are kind of iconic. Right. You know? Yeah. So for us, you know, for us, for us, an American soldier was like, okay, this is, the classical type of soldier for, you know, the U.S. that, you know, for us is a symbol of a man that probably, you know, lost something in his life and want to find another reason. So he goes into the army, he, he wants to go into this kind of mission, but then he, he thinks back about what he has lost. It's very abstract, you know? From some reviews and some reaction, we understood probably we, we didn't think about the fact that for Americans this is really grounded. This is re- this is really real. And even if the movie it's about a metaphor of a landmine, the starting point is an American soldier in a an, in a in a real conflict. So that generated a you know a little bit of misleading in terms of reviews. Not not everybody because. Uh, the Hollywood Reporter or LA Times say beautiful, beautiful things about the movie. But some others I read, you know, and, and for some other, there was not enough consideration about the, the consequences of war in military soldier, yeah, an American soldier or, you know, stuff like that. But it was never in our intentions. I mean, the movie is supposed to be really universal. So it talks about a man that for cinematic uh, convenience, is an American soldier. I, I hope this sounds clear. In no, absolutely. Fabio, yeah, I'm glad you're bringing this up. And that's why I asked the question because I was hoping that you would respond like this. This is, it's, it's, it's great. The fact that the movie, it's, it's, it happens to be an American soldier, but you, like you said a couple of times throughout the interview that it's, it's, it, the movie is a metaphor about this mind and take, taking a step and, 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 and this is something that anybody could really, it doesn't, you don't have to be an American soldier. This could be somebody, you know, um, that, that works for, you know, whatever, and, and maybe can relate to this movie, uh, it, you know, and whatnot. And then you have, you know, I, I know as, as a, as a U.S. Army veteran myself, I've worked with other, other armies, you know, all over the world. And, um, you know, some of the British and the, and the Aussies that we've worked with, I'm, I'm sure guys can relate to this. It, it does. I don't think that I think the, the, the key to this here is recognizing what the movie, the, the, the storyline is about what it's really about. And that's like you said, the mind using as a metaphor, taking that step forward and, uh, and what have you? This is this is something, folks. Uh, like I said, if you're listening to this right now, it means you're already online. Go ahead and open up another browser. The website is mine-movie.com, and you can also see it on Facebook by going to facebook.com forward slash mindmovie. You this is just I haven't seen it yet. Um, uh, this is something that I'm going to watch this week. Um, 
I've got notes on this and just reading the notes and, and talking with Fabio here, this is definitely a must-see uh, film. And uh, I, I'll be honest, I'm really looking forward to this the more and more I, I read about it. And, and, and now after interviewing one of the directors uh, of this film, uh, I cannot wait to see this. This is definitely on my uh, watch list. So Fabio would, would. I hope it, it, it's not going to disappoint you. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. I don't think it will because I really like movies like that. That that really, you know, you think you look at it and it starts one way and then it tells a different story and and it really gets deep. And I I think what you guys are doing here with this movie is you're really you're really telling a deep story and and it's something that can resonate with with a lot of people out there. Uh, just in general, and, and I and I think that that's the I think that's really the beauty of it. And, and I'm not a writer myself, uh, but I can I can only imagine you know just like I said, reading some of the notes and how long it's and listening to you how long it took to write this and really trying to capture the story. It's not an easy task to do, and then and then going out and filming uh, this in a remote location with weather and everything like that, trying to put this together and bring it to film is is truly truly an art and a talent. And for that, I thank you. Wow. Thank you. Um, so Fabio, before we let you go, uh, any parting words that you'd like to share with our listeners? Um, I don't know. I mean, there, there, there are so many things to say. I, I hope, you know, that your, your listeners will, will check the movie that they will, um, take it for what it is and not for what it seems to be, you know, because we absolutely uh, didn't want to offend anybody or didn't want to, to talk about war in, in, in a superficial way. It's just about an inner war. It's about the conflict that is inside all of us and it could be inside soldiers or regular people. Or what we wanted to say is that soldiers are regular people. You know what I mean? So, this is, I think, my what what I have to say, basically. That's absolutely amazing, and that's a great point to make, Fabio. Listen, man, I really appreciate uh, what you've done. I appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to come on uh, today and talk to us about uh, the film. And uh, we'll make sure that we get this up on all of our social media sites. So, thank you. Thanks to you a lot. Thank you. Thank you. What a great interview, folks. I had a blast. That was Fabio, one of the directors uh, from the movie Mine, starring Army Hammer. And uh, that was in theaters, but it's on demand right now. Go to mine-movie.com or you can check it out on facebook.com forward slash mine movie. Uh, that's all the time I have today, folks. Running short of time today. I don't know what it is. Been busy, busy, busy. But before we go, I can't uh, can't give can't go without giving the love to uh, our network, Heroes Media Group. Make sure you go out there and check out all the shows. Uh, go to www.heroesmediagroup.com. They got some great shows on the network. Some new shows that are coming up, and these guys are all over the place, from athletics to. Uh, you know, sporting events to NASCAR to Major League Baseball. They cover all these different types of sports. They're also in the community helping out uh, law enforcement, firefighters. Um, uh, we had one person uh, recently, there's will be a story coming out about a kid doing a uh, handing out sandwiches to homeless people. So listen, they're, they're all over the place. Check them out, heroesmediagroup.com. And if you're interested about coming, becoming part of the HMG family, 
uh, send them an email as well. You can get it right there on the website. So hope you enjoyed this uh, interview, folks. Until next time, I'm Adam. You've been listening to The Decision Hour.